0: This episode of GameScoop is brought to you by GameFly. GameFly is a way to buy and rent all your favorite games while saving money. Go to GameFly.com, pick your favorite games, and have them mailed directly to your door. Just go to GameFly.com scoop with an exclamation point and start your free premium 30-day trial today. Come, come, come,
1: come get
0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Game Scoop. I'm your host, Damon Hadfield. Joining me this week is Justin Davis, Brian Altano, and Sam Clable. Even more scoops than usual. We've got a great show for this week. We're going to talk about Project Scorpio, of course. We're going to talk about arcade sports games. But first... <laughs> Tell me about these Scorpion arcade games. Yeah, sounds very <laughs> exciting, right? Uh, last year at E3, Microsoft, uh, they didn't reveal this, the Project Scorpio, but they sort of announced it officially. And they told us at the time it was going to be the most powerful console yeah. ever made
2: they're telling the truth it turns out <laughs> and no today kidding.
0: we got the uh, specs for project scorpio microsoft revealed them to uh, what is it digital foundries digital yeah. foundry uh, yeah damon
2: correct. i'm so excited for you to explain all this to what I, this all means there's a bunch yeah, of so you're numbers gonna break
0: it down for us right there's a bunch of numbers and flops uh, <laughs> how that, many flops there's a lot of flops six six teraflops <laughs> not that stuff doesn't really mean a lot to me however in layman's terms it is going to be the most powerful console ever, significantly more powerful than the PS4 Pro. In even more layman's terms, it's going to be one bomb-ass box. Yeah. <laughs> Damn right. Sure. That's what it says on
3: the front. Mm-hmm. One know, bomb ass box. We
0: know the CPU. <laughs> Air the CPU is going to be thirty percent faster than Xbox One. Mm-hmm. The GPU will be four point six times more powerful. Ah, uh, you feel that scorpion sting? Oh, oh,
4: that's that's okay. a lot, man. I mean,
0: that is a lot. That's not all. The RAM and hard drive read speeds have been improved, meaning read speed. Four K resolutions should be easily achieved and maintained. Okay. Uh, you know there was always an issue with uh, games not like running that. at at uh, well, on 60 Pro, frames a you have to choose. on Xbox One yeah, you 1080p choose. Yeah. yeah you have
4: to choose whether you want 4K or 60 frames no. or like a graphical enhancement so 4K
0: 60 right. fps is no joke man like that regular Xbox One games can receive performance boosts or super sampled resolutions Ooh. even on a regular HD TV.
2: Yeah, so your 1080p set, will your games will look better. Look better. Yep. They're
0: and uh, the new Project Scorpio will seemingly run all Xbox One and 360 backwards compatible games better than on standard Xbox One or Xbox One S hardware, meaning load times, frame rates, resolutions should all benefit.
2: I think this is great. Uh, I, uh, do you have more?
0: In a stress test Ooh, here we go. Forza 6... The Project Scorpio was displaying the game at 4K, 60 frames per second, using around 60 to 70% of its power. But a regular Xbox One. What was the rest of the power doing? Is it just hanging just out? It's chilling, man. Just waiting and It's th- got to be doing something. It's. Uh, they Espresso? It, it, they call that being on deck. Yeah. It's cold, on deck. Cold chilling in the out. cut. <laughs> a regular Xbox One. <laughs> a regular Xbox One runs Forza 6 at 1080p, 60 frames, using 90% of its power. So wow. that's sort of a difference. There.
2: It's a significantly.
0: Whew, there we go. That's a lot.
2: I, you also uh, didn't mention, just like another thing to mention, is that this does have a 4K Blu ray drive, which mm. uh, the PS4 Pro doesn't. It just has a standard Blu ray. Drive and people gave him a little bit of a hard time for that. I oh mean, yeah, no. for sure. No, I think uh, generally, like I own every console, play games on every console, super thousand foot view. I prefer my PS4 of my Xbox One, play more games on it, like the just like the experience more. But this feels like like the PS4 Pro didn't buy, felt like a half step, didn't mm-hmm. feel like it was worth the cash. Microsoft waiting a year and coming out with just a beastly machine. Like we don't know price yet, we don't know all kinds of details yet. But I, I again, like my snap judgment is that they're doing the smarter, better thing.
4: They're they're finally reacting to PlayStation's yeah. move. It just it's right. Like well, the PS4 Pro is marginally yeah, more like
2: powerful. This is not marginally more powerful. It is significantly more powerful. Right. Yeah. It's right. The, like it's it's really exciting.
0: And for what it's worth, Digital Foundry, based on these specs, guesses that we're looking at a five hundred dollar machine. Yeah, just based. Stuff, like the internals and yeah just down. what this stuff costs
3: I, yeah I feel like I'd be amazed if it was that cheap I really? can't wait to be proven oh, wrong I think though. it has to be I mean Microsoft
2: they're only falling farther and farther behind uh, the sales uh, just right, race. but they're
4: not going to force a connect on you anymore they get to save there yep yeah, save save true. some money there yeah
3: Maybe it'll be back, who knows? I mean I bought so I bought a PS4 Pro and a 4K TV and playing something on like Horizon on yeah. it is stunning. Yeah. But I also can't play Horizon on my Xbox One. So to That's me, this thing. is all really cool news. But unless it sort of comes hand in hand with a restructuring of their approach to games, yep. I don't care. And I say I don't care as a guy who's going to buy one on day you one because got going to buy all that. your
4: movies all over again. You're going to like that, right? Oh, buy all my
3: movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I just streamed <laughs> them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> all my movies. I just, yeah. I had all those HD DVDs for so long. I had to get rid of Every um, single time you think, it. like, oh, Blu ray, that's it. No more formats. Yeah. Blu ray's it. And then, like, now you got that Blu ray 4K. No yeah, there's 4K oh. now, too. So um, I don't know. I mean, like, we, this has been a weird generation for Xbox because I haven't an Xbox One Day 1 edition. And I've played my Switch more in the last month than I've played my Xbox One in the last two years. And I've tried. like I played Inside, that was a great (laughs) game. It came to PS4. I played Tomb Raider. That was awesome on Xbox One. It came to PS4. I'm not really a Forza guy. Yep. I'm not yeah. really a Halo guy. Halo I tried. I tried to get into Gears, and I played it for a couple hours. It was really cool. But ultimately, I keep coming back to PlayStation because I gravitate towards Horizon yep. and The Last of Us and Uncharted. And you know, on the software side, they've definitely hit some stumbling blocks. Yeah. Uh, they canceled Scalebound,
2: which everyone was very upset about. Um, w- you know, which again, you don't cancel a game that deep in development unless they had reason to. So, um, it's tough to be too upset about.
4: Yeah. That. But but man, uh, if it's that big of a leak, we're all gonna want to play
3: Shadow. Of war on that. That's I mean, the thing, right? right? And that's the thing I was going to get to. Like, I
2: feel like yeah. people, you know, it does beg the question who is this for? Who is this for? Like, again, because I, I, as I <clears throat> mentioned on Scoop many times, I built that supercomputer last fall, which makes the Xbox One a little bit less appealing but still like if they can start to run away with like look on a crazy pc and on scorpio this game does all this crazy stuff graphically and then other stuff is kind of left
4: a little bit behind like that really
2: changes the message for them did
4: you do a tech specs uh, comparison between justin's pc (laughs) and the xbox (laughs) well we should get into that a little bit and
2: and to be crazy clear no (laughs) None of us up here are experts when it comes to. Oh no, family. that wasn't already obvious. But I've caught not, two yeah.
4: scorpions in my life. Two, <laughs> two scorpions. <laughs> is that true? Yes, it's Mi- absolutely true, and they're very scary in Arizona. Yeah. I'm sorry, Mr. The scorpion. <laughs> Poisonous. That's two and more, more than most people,
0: so that's good. Um, yeah, I think it's, it's, it's I think it's, it's, it's uh, Planet Earth Two that has a really good battle between a bat and a scorpion. Yeah, yeah. also it's looks great. Nature is metal. Which wins? You'll tune in to find out. Do not spoil
3: that. I am very excited about it. If it's a
4: scorpion, that's just wrong. Well, I saw a spider eat a bird once. Yeah. Of anyway, so
2: uh, so you bring up a good question, Sam, about specking it out against my computer. Our original thought—that's <laughs> a
4: good question for you.
2: <laughs> we came in this morning and we're like, you know, yeah. we, the, what we do at IGN is try to explain to people the why or the so what behind the news, yeah. and so we're like, let's compare this against a computer. But that comparison doesn't really work. You know, the Xbox One has so much custom silicone in it, and uh, and it's doing things with DirectX 12 software as well to to to, to use. That software and that GPU and CPU more efficiently. That there's not really a direct one-to-one comparison. Right. Um, you can say here's a six teraflop gaming computer and compare that against a six teraflop console, but they just it, it really is apples and oranges, and there's mm-hmm. not a direct comparison to, to, to be drawn there. If I'm you digitally.
3: look, if you look at the start of this generation, uh, it went in Sony's favor because. One of the main reasons, um, besides Microsoft's weird messaging of, like, game sharing yeah, and always online, was so which was very bad, um, which they then reneged and came back on v- almost immediately, um, was the fact that games have looked better on PS4 than Xbox One uh, almost this entire time. It's like, so,
2: just, like, ever so slightly, Ever so right? slightly.
3: And that was enough to tip people over. So I'm interested to see where that goes. I will say, like, you know, I just gave Microsoft... Hell for not having games that I'm particularly connected to, yeah. but third-party stuff could tilt in that. Like if Battlefront 2 looks phenomenal on the Xbox Scorpio, and it will, and it looks tw- you know twice as good as it does on the PS4 Pro, then maybe I'll go there. Like- Wait, I mean, no one has 4K TVs yet. Like, I, do any? of you- well, Brian I
2: just do. said yes. he <laughs> have- yeah. Oh,
4: you did you, say you just bought one. Yeah, a one. couple yeah. people here bought um, them just last. They're not.
3: Should, they're they're at the point now where you can get a really good yeah. one for like a thousand dollars. I mean, the I shouldn't say nobody, less. but
2: I just mean like maybe this year's year they reach their tipping point. But even like really hardcore enthusiasts. Like 4K TV is just not everywhere yet. So like how this changes the 1080p gaming experience is sort of an underrated – like it'll be important. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like for me, I have a 1080p TV. Probably going to keep it for another couple of years. So um, the 4K support is nice to be future proof. But it's really more about more about how is it going to downsample and make games look better today.
3: Sure. Yeah. I think their main concern is going this fall against the PS4 Pro bundle with Horizon yep. or something like that, or something you know, or God, God of War, or God of War, something that's like a, a hundred or two hundred dollars cheaper, and you have a you know you have a 4K gaming device. Uh, we'll see where that goes. But yeah, again, this comes down to games. And I, like you said, who is this for? If you're this crazy about graphics, get a PC. All of the games work there. You know, It's not like, on, like Horizon, I can't play on the best PC in the world. Just can't.
0: Uncharted Four, I can't do that. The Last of Us Two, God of War.
2: Software can't do sells that. hardware. You can have yeah. the best console in the world, but if there's no games yeah. to play on
0: it, we we actually have a news story on IGN today where uh, Microsoft addressed who they think the console is for, and then uh, it was Mikey Barra from Microsoft who said it's a, they're aimed at the hardcore the hardest of the hardcore gamer who like wants the most premium gaming experience. I mean that's it's what like small, but again yeah.
2: but like marketing 101 is like the like if you are working for Coca-Cola the easiest thing to do is to get someone that drinks two cokes to drinking three a day. It's not to get yeah, someone that yeah. doesn't drink it to drinking one. So like they're going to try to get their hardcore Xbox
3: audience upgrading to the to the Scorpio first. But Coke wants to give the world a coke. <laughs> Which means everyone in the world should be drinking, co- or not yeah. shouldn't, because it, it kills you. But um, in, in a perfect world for them, everyone will be drinking Coke. Everyone's exactly soft. But again, like going out at
2: launch, making this thing successful day one, their audience are the people that are already Xbox gamers.
3: Yeah. Because I feel like the PS4 or even the Pro is for, I mean, a PS4 Pro or PS4 is like, you can get a PS4 for dirt cheap now. Yeah. You can get a Lego game for it, and you can be five years old and have the time of your life. But are you gonna want a Scorpio for 500 bucks? Like that's such a small group. Yeah. And I appreciate them as someone who has a, a, a PS4 Pro and a 4K TV. I appreciate them going for that higher end. I mean, uh, it is you. Like yeah. you, you. It's you're the person. You have a 4K
2: TV. Love video games. Don't have a big supercomputer. The
3: weird third caveat there is that I buy every console launch <laughs> <my> day, <laughs> yeah. no matter how so good or bad anyway. it is, exactly. because I love them and I'm stupid. Yeah. And Xbox One is the first one I've ever purchased where I'm like kind of have some regrets about this to I mean, be totally honest like i haven't spent a ton of time with that that console
4: it's going to make fall interesting and people will have the other choice of getting a switch and Zola, which is 410 bucks
3: yeah like i loved $410. Like, ten bucks. Isn't that is that is it
4: 350 plus No, 60? 300 300, 300. Plus $60. 60. Yeah. 360. Yeah. uh so like yeah. that decision too like a lot of people are only going to get switch for one game i think at the and same like, price for you'll... me at this point i'm like that's you that's the best decision well that, and that's we the won't thing talk right
3: about Zelda yeah, like we're, not, we're not going on a Zelda don't worry about it well but no sam, but you're competing down. that's what you're competing with right yeah. sam makes a good point that, that there's option.
2: you know gamers have finite money to spend on games every year every you know whatever budgetary yeah. period and uh so they are absolutely competing with the switch in kind of in a way that they're not competing with the other consoles yeah As usual it's two hot new things on the market and people a lot of one holiday
0: season yeah Do we think Microsoft wanted to get their specs out of the way now? So at E3, they can focus on those games. Yes, they better. I think they have one
4: first party game they're going to show that's
3: just going to be like mind blowing. I
0: mean, we still don't know where Crackdown is. Right, I mean, bring Crackdown back. I mean, I
4: think, it's,
2: I think it's the biggest, I think it's Halo. It's the biggest, biggest things that
0: they I mean, have. if they want to get people on board, then they would have to have they're, the next Halo. It's yeah.
2: going to be Halo, what are they on, six? Yeah, I unless they do like uh, unless they do
0: like a Reach or an ODST type well, of thing. Well,
2: I mean, whatever, like, whatever the next Halo game is, it's just going to go
4: completely ape
3: on they the have, They conquer a Bad, bad Fur Day license. Look yeah, all
4: that fur. Yeah, that's true. That yeah. fur could be amazing.
3: I mean, but again, the like, it, so am I just, like, if I'm not really into Forza... And I'm not really into Halo, and like Gears is cool here and there. Am I just not an Xbox guy? Like, yeah. am I just out of the loop of this of this system forever? Because I loved Ori, I loved Sunset Overdrive. Like, I want to see more shit like that. Yeah, and they're we not don't...
4: graphically intensive. Yeah, yeah. Well, they,
2: I mean, yeah. I mean, the truth is, like, if there's four or five big Xbox franchises that you're not into, mm-hmm. so... <laughs> like, you kind of answered your own question.
3: Well, I mean, I think they need to answer the question of they sold half as many PS4s yeah. as PS4 this time around. So maybe they need to reach more people like me. Maybe th- the Halo, the Gears, and the Forza is not working. Yeah. yeah.
2: I mean, I think, um, again, I, I prefer my PS4 this generation, but I played Witcher on Xbox and I played, you know, I played Dragon Age on Xbox. Like, yep. I played big games on that console. And, like, did they look marginally better? Did they one run at 900p and it ran at 1080p on the other? I, like, but it's the same. Like, it didn't, I didn't care. It didn't, I didn't uh, notice either. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was totally like those games were gorgeous and fun and great. Like, well,
3: if, I, I mean, so inside Ori and Sunset Overdrive, two out of three of those games could have run on the Switch. Yeah. Right. And there were two out of three of the, my favorite uh, games I, I played so, on Xbox. Too. Yeah, probably. I mean, at this point, for sure. Yeah. I beat sure. that game.
2: I thought it was a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, the only game I play on my supercomputer is Finding of Isaac. So,
3: yeah. <laughs> really? And yeah. so that's the weird thing, right? Like, gotcha. I mean, all the yeah. power in the world, and you end up with something like that. So, I'm really excited to see what they say at E3. <clears> I yeah. want to see I'm games. Excited. I want to see that sizzle reel. Um, and I'm going to buy one. I just want to feel justified on that purchase. I hope it's like a wacky looking console. That's it just yeah, ends up looking yeah, weird and, and the cool. Xbox One is ugly. Yeah, but they're the Xbox, also standard. I think right the now. Xbox One S is pretty pretty the slick Xbox looking. One, one mm-hmm. S is really cool it looking. Looks really nice. The uh, I hope they I hope there's a cool trade in deal and I can get rid of my Xbox One day day one. Oh well, no,
2: there's a yeah. thought. Like if I can get half this thing paid for out of the box, because to get rid of this thing can that you I find you need your need Connect wherever it is. Yeah.
3: No. No. I lost Whoa, mine. Oh, Crap. <laughs> so do we? Know, is this? The start of a new console generation? What? Yeah, did, totally. This, this no, fall. I don't know anymore. Your console I don't think so. Dead. I think, yeah. I
0: mean, yeah. It's, 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 it's so crazy. It's considered a mid-cycle upgrade, not like a whole new stuff. But then, like, so is yeah. the Switch. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't um, know they're anymore. Saying,
2: they're yeah. saying, look, 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 every single game we ever come out is going to support Xbox One yeah. and Xbox Scorpio. But then in three years,
3: you're going to be like, yeah, this game doesn't support Xbox one. Yeah, <laughs> They did that it's, with,
4: yeah. like, it's, DSi,
3: DSi. It's weird yeah. that even the in these thing. specs, like, you, met, they mentioned Xbox 360 so many times. I'm like, yeah, I don't I want to talk about that thing anymore. <laughs> like, let's get on to the new stuff. No, there's going to be
2: a new... There's it going to be an incremental upgrade,
3: in my opinion.
0: Yeah.
2: I,
4: I think console generations are over. Yeah. Did you guys know Persona 5 came out for PS3? Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. I know. It's, yeah, it's nuts. That's to what we were rare. wondering. Yeah, like, is this the last Select PS3 notification. Game? All right, let's check in with the listeners. Hey, listeners. Hey. listeners. Listeners, remember you can always reach us at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com, just like James did. And he wants to know about day one patches. Yeah. He says, I truly believe we live in a gaming golden age. The amount and variety of games available has never been greater. However, in my mind, the scourge of this golden era is the dreaded day one patch, or more specifically, premature releases of games. This is especially acute with regard to AAA titles. I, sh- I should be a gaming company's dream consumer as I have lots of free time and disposable income, yet I almost never buy games I want at launch as they are riddled with bugs, and I know if I wait, they will be substantially improved in the mm. coming years. Yeah. I often want to support quality franchises and original titles with new ideas by purchasing them at full price, but reviews almost always say they are great except for performance issues and bugs. My question... Is there any path forward for this issue, or are we forever doomed to the new business model of premature releases followed by months of major bug fixes and patches? Do I, as a consumer, have any power to affect positive change? As insiders, what are your unique insights, and do you know of any positive movement in the industry towards a solution?
2: I mean, it used to be Nintendo was the company that would release rock-solid, like, you know, that, that was it, like the game's yeah, it, but, but, even even, that, but even Zelda got
3: patched. Yeah. But it's
2: hard to argue that that's a bad thing when hey, this thing that was a problem isn't a problem anymore.
3: Zelda got patched weirdly, too, because they were just like, it is better now. Yeah, like they, they didn't, didn't actually they didn't allow, say, they didn't say any patches. Usually you get like, oh, the trees are, you know, they don't clip with your armor anymore and stuff like that. No, so.
2: I mean, it's it's 2017, and everything is terrible, and nothing works. Yep. Like, we, uh, my wife was um The trying, golden
4: age of games, as James called well, it. Well, that may be I true mean,
2: on, like, a big picture, but if you get down into it, like—, it, like do you remember when, like, your phone or your iPad used to just work, right? Yeah. And now it doesn't. Like, I'm trying to – like, my wife's trying to download something on her iPad, and, like, it was full, so then she's deleting things, and then she had to update her iTunes password. And then she had to update her iOS software, and, like, she can't figure that out, and then it's prompting her for the stuff she doesn't have. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I can't – and then it's like I get – kids on your it. lawn. Yeah. But that's like man, I, I, I do believe this is that's has gone off the rails a little bit, I admit. <laughs> but like video games are the same. Like you we all have that experience where you get a new game and you assume you're not playing it that night. Right. Like, I uh, I get home at around 6, and then um, I get to play games at around 9. And the first thing I do if I have a new game is I put it in my console right away and hope that in the next three hours that happens, it chews through whatever it has to do yeah. to get me ready to play that game hours no, later. No, I do
3: the same. I'll come in, like, with my backpack on, a jacket, and sunglasses, and headphones in, and I'm, like, putting putting yeah. stuff into my into my PS4 to make sure it starts downloading yeah. so that I can get to it eventually.
2: Yeah, I don't know why you needed that detail about the backpack. No, like, I mean, like, <laughs> I
3: literally don't even put oh, a
0: thing down. down. Before what you what put the say. thing down, oh, I don't get it took me a second up for too, it. but I was like all right time to play persona 5 it's like one of, it's that rumble backpack yeah
3: like a 90s yeah. commercial no um i think that so much of video games are uh multiplayer centric now too and by nature of that uh those are constantly evolving ever changing things too like uh there's always balance patches for everything nowadays that's like blizzard
2: secret sauce yeah. like over like hearthstone like people are like, aren't you going to be done balancing the cards someday or Overwatch? I mean, all their games, you know, they're balancing World yeah. of Warcraft classes, and the answer is like, no, balance is never ever done. No, like they're like, okay, priests are a little bit too powerful right now, so we're going to nerf them. Oops, we went too far. Now we need to buff them back up. Like they they don't yeah. even try to reach a point where it's like, okay, we got it, we nailed it. They yeah, just assume it's like, that it's like forever.
0: It's like now people have figured out a way to use a priest card yeah. that no one ever thought of, and now that's yeah. made priest op yeah. so, so, it's, so they, it, they it think, never ends
3: i think the the crux of his conversation is sort of like are people going to use this as a kind of a get out of jail free card like are developers going to put something out to hit a deadline to make the sales for the for the you know fiscal quarter or whatever yeah. there it is and then fix it later on um and yeah i think people are going to abuse the system but i think the good thing is that us uh, in the press and gamers and people everywhere are going to be vocal about it. Oh yeah, and it's no, we're not going to just be like you ship the broken game and we deal with it. Um, they're still going to get the ma- the large majority of their sales in those first few days, which kind of sucks. But I think we're seeing it change. I think that like Steam is cracking down on just like garbage ass games getting dumped everywhere. I hope that iOS does the same thing. You know, like I think it, I think it'll start to get better. A lot of
4: Steam. These, this is following the Steam pattern. Like a lot of people play games for free for many years before yeah. buying them. And uh, that that that's like a whole thing. Well, you the, know, there's the, like go ahead. Oh, no, you go ahead. You ahead. All right. Well, I was just gonna say, there's this kind of weird angle on this, which it used to be when a game was finished and it came out, like that company either you know was make or break. Like the the, the staff stayed there and made another game if the game sold, or they kind of all got laid off and they went yeah. to other companies and. One thing this is doing is employing the people that made a good, you know, potentially a good game for a longer time to work on that game for a longer time and iterate on it and make it like a really better game. And this might might be good for games. Well, the scenario sucks for the early adopters. So here's my here's what I propose. Okay, Okay, release all games in January, Mm. fix them for the rest of the year. Oh God. And then in Christmas, you pick then, out yeah. which ones are the best.
0: <laughs> <laughs> January <laughs> is the release month. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Right, that makes sense. I mean,
3: so this, <laughs>
4: <laughs> we, uh, I do. It kind of you know. happened this year. The, we well, got yeah. so
3: much stuff yeah. early in on. on one, that yeah. Yeah.
4: Of the games, I mean, Final Fantasy was right before. Yeah. But of the games that are being like perpetually fixed, which Resident is Final Evil Fantasy, Resident Evil, well. <clears throat> it was fine, but. Uh, but uh, Zelda got it fixed, but then Mass Effect is the big uh, elephant in the room, right? Like yeah. these are giant games that, like, by the fall, they're gonna be they're gonna be much better.
3: I think the issue too is stuff like narrative patches is is a big deal. Yeah. Like where they did it with Final Fantasy, they did it, uh, and they're probably gonna see it with Mass Effect. If and that's why already. I stopped playing Final Fantasy. I'm right. Like, I'll
2: play it on. I'll play the Game of the Year edition or the PC edition whenever the Ultimate Edition comes out. Right. Because I they think- not
4: have the right people in QA, you think to like say like this part's like. You know, a bad
3: story. or they just ran out of time. Know. They had
2: someone yeah. in some office coming down and screaming at them to release their the game.
3: game
4: out, yeah. <laughs> like, the game out for the story. I
3: mean, so what this scenario sort of ignores is that there were games for a very long time that shipped broken forever, Yeah. and you couldn't do anything. You that, couldn't pack. That's pass why them fix it's them. Them. such a Sophie's. Like that's yeah. why it's such a crappy situation to be in. Because
2: like, yeah, he's saying like his original question was like, what can he do as a consumer? And the obvious answer is don't support that bad behavior. Don't buy the game. But the flip side is, is it bad behavior? Because it used to be broken
3: forever. Forever. So it's like I, that's why you just oh, you just kind of shrug and say everything's. T- <laughs> yeah, I mean, before like oh, always online connected internet devices and stuff like yeah. that, they would just like you'd have to what like mail they, your game to somebody. To, they do
0: use it as a crutch though,
3: for, for sure. sure. Like for the ability well, I think, to yeah.
0: We're also talking about two separate. They things. know they know that it can be fixed yeah. at the time, so that's why they. So like, I mean, games like, games that launch yeah. broken um,
3: and then get
2: patched later versus
0: games
3: that have a day one patch. So uh, what if console makers imposed a size limit to the day one patch?
2: Well, but I think the, the reason I like the day one patch is because there's there's a chunk of time after a game gets finished, and then that master disc gets sent off to have a million yeah. copies of it printed and mailed out everywhere, and that's weeks, weeks and weeks and weeks that now they can keep working on their game and then just
3: push a patch. So, but is it like 15 gigs weeks? Because sometimes well, you get a 15 gig day one patch, yeah. and I think that's kind of nonsense. That's you know, that's, that's a fair point. Yeah, and, that's
0: and it, well, that's why I wonder could going all digital. Yeah, help solve that issue because then they don't have to have the weeks, months lead time to finish their code to get it ready for manufacturing. Once discs, they can take, they could work on it all the way up to launch day, right? Right. I mean, the weird thing is, like we saw this with. Kanye West's last album. Like this is yeah, an album that he's thats he, crazy that he's been c- continually updating that. album.
3: Yeah, like he arbitrarily picked a release date, which was like I think it was like a midnight on a Wednesday or something. Yeah. By the time he was done with it, he like ran out of the studio and hit enter or upload yeah, on like on Tune Tune Core Core. Or Yeah, and there it is. And um, then throughout that, he's changed it. And there's like there you can oh, have there's so different weird. versions of that album you can have. Did they fix that
2: song? Which was one?
3: Wolves or what was the really what was the one that there was two
2: versions of it? I don't
3: know. Probably. Anyway, yeah, the first one was just wolves howling, and he actually put a song there instead. <laughs> no, um,
2: I do. The last point I want to make about this yes is to, is to separate out early access from this discussion. Um, mm. You know, which is you know Steam. I, it, the odd thing is, there's there's a group of people that like to play and watch like jank like broken games. Like mm. like Rust. And I I'm s i am played a lot of hours of Rust. Right. An enduringly popular game. Incredibly broken. You know, and it's early access. It's jank. Like people like being on the bleeding edge of like uh we don't know how anything in this game works. Everything's half broken. Yeah. Um, you know, running around some crazy world and figuring it out together as a community with other YouTubers and other people on these early access forums. That's like a thing now. Yeah, and like course. my sort of not conspiracy theory, but my my theory about this is that like those games, they they never get finished. No, like those games never like they they peter out and the community dies by the before the game actually came. Like if you came out if with a really polished, finished, non early access version of that sort of multiplayer survival genre, I don't think people would like it. I think people like you know seeing like oh the game updated now. I there's think, this crazy stuff in it. I
0: think Minecraft is the same way. Yeah, it I took think Mi- so long for
4: Minecraft, Minecraft to, get it to like the, a little subscription community around. Minecraft the, the was, a, was a prototype of that. And like those are all free things. But, well, and so, yeah, I mean, but, but is now bucks, there's but. like a pay version of that. Yeah. Final thing for me mm-hmm. is that game preservation is gonna suck for these games, yeah. oh, and it's yeah. really bad Whoa. for that. Why do you say so that? So my shelf of discs that I have from this generation will not be the things that lots of people experience because when I put in that disc on a console, which is great, we still have discs because that's great because it's most of the game code. But with a day one patch that I won't be able to download once the internet fundamentally shifts. I see. When you're trying to play just in the, sometime sometime in the future. Absolutely happen. Yeah. I mean, there's t- plenty of internet games from the 90s, which are unfeasibly difficult to get running now. Yeah. Right? MMOs so that shut down. That's going to happen. And, yeah. Uh, the, and those games, every the experience, the, maybe the best experience of Final Fantasy 15 will not be able to be experienced ever, mm-hmm. because it'll only be downloadable, never be in a hard copy, and... That'll be just purged from the internet at some point. We just don't know. There's no way to do it. I mean,
2: or even the broken version, just from an intellectual museum standpoint. Like, that original version of Mass Effect will be kind of hard to find. Mm. Or No Man's Sky or something. Like, they're going to change conversations and stuff. And if you want to see and find that original conversation, how do you do that? Like, you kind of can't.
0: Hey, listeners. Did you know you can rent video games from home with Gamefly? Their selection is over 9000 and you can keep the games as long as you want unlike the weapons in Breath of the Wild. They offer movie rentals now, too. For a free 30-day trial of the premium service, go to GameFly.com Scoop with an exclamation point. The proper spelling of Scoop. Now you know, and knowing is half the battle. Game Scoop! This is Terry from St. Louis. Hey, Hey, Terry. He says, I'm an enthusiastic baseball and hockey fan. Or she. And when I was younger, you're right. Uh, when I was younger, I would buy and play the annualized game franchises for each every year. As I've gotten older and have started actually attending these events like Mega Man? in person, go Blues and Cardinals, I have encountered a conundrum with the reality of limited leisure time and adult life. I have to be much more selective of how I spend my downtime. Because of this, I've had to reserve my game time for top titles. I want to play top titles.
3: I like that. sounds like something from Nintendo Power. (laughs)
0: And separate my sports time for actually watching the games and following the teams, leaving no time to play sports games even if I want to. Ah. I attribute this in part to the ever-increasing realistic simulation aspect of modern sports games, which while I appreciate on a certain level ultimately makes me question if I would rather play the game or just watch the real thing with my time. (laughs) I think games like the recent old-time hockey arcade and upcoming Mutant Football League are neat solutions to this predicament as they offer something outside of just a realistic sim while still being enjoyable for fans of the sport. I guess my question is, why have these become so sparse nowadays when they used to be more prevalent and if anyone else feels the same way?
4: That NBA game was just announced today. That's why I wanted to bring this up. When it comes to
0: sports games, it seems like most games fall into camps of not interested or or sorry, most gamers fall into the camps of not interested or all in. And this seems like a largely untapped middle ground. So yeah, I wanted to say NBA playgrounds mm-hmm. was just announced to be coming next month. Uh, and that's like an NBA jam style arcades you know, arcade basketball game. Yeah. NBA Jam was so fun. Oh,
2: yeah. yeah. That's
4: I think why, those cartoony, crazy sports games are so great.
0: That's why when I was thinking the ones about this.
4: I've ever liked. NBA about. Street was great.
2: When yep. I was
0: thinking about this email, like, I don't care. I don't follow Mario any sports Kart. in real life. But the number of, like, arcade sports video games that I've liked mm-hmm. over the years when I was thinking just off the top of my head, like, Punch Out, Tecmo Bowl, yeah. NES Play Action Football, yep, yes. Kings of the Beach, Hot Shots Golf, Blades of Steel, bases loaded, RBI games. Baseball, yep. like I like Wayne Gretzky's 3D Hockey. I loved this all those awesome. games.
4: Yeah. I think the answer to this question is kind of Nintendo. Nintendo's mm. constantly made these. There's like a Mario Sports Pack that just came out. Yeah, yeah. Really, I don't recommend that one, but Nintendo makes. Them. <clears throat> Really good sports games. Well, what uh, comparatively, if
3: you yeah. don't want Sims. I played a yeah.
2: thousand hours of Sega Soccer Slam. Yeah,
3: <laughs> think about what significant thing has happened in the last fifteen years when it comes to licenses and sports games. Think about that. Well, you can watch anything. It's, you at can any you time. can name one company that owns ninety percent of them, yeah. and you've seen not only in the arcade sports, but in every other type of even regular simulation sports, we've seen a significant like. Downgrade in the number of games made. Yeah, in, that's in interesting.
2: When like EA got the NFL exclusivity, yep. um, everyone made the obvious statement well, without any competition from 2K or whatever, what's their motivation to make Madden really good? But it also eliminated the opportunity for, you know, NFL Blitz or some other franchise to just put a little bit different spin on it with right. the real teams and real players. Yep. Um I guess I'd never really thought about it from that perspective. Like, yeah. So I mean, there used to be people that would operate in a little bit different space, like find Madden, do your thing, sure. and we'll do this other thing.
3: You lost a lot of the competition in the straightforward um, simulation genres, but yeah. also in like the arcade cartoony genres, those went away too. Because if you exactly. look at that old time hockey game, the teams in it are like yeah. the Brooklyn Badgers and stuff like that. It's not real teams. Like this one, this NBA game that we're pointing at yeah, yeah. got an actual they the license. license. Yeah. They got old school players, they got new school players. It's cool. Um, it's coming to Switch. I'm actually kind of excited for this one. Yeah. I'm not the biggest. Back as
4: there are back sports back, games like Rocket League. I mean, that's a that's well, a sports yeah. game. Yeah. You know that like is unlicensed and goofy. Like the they they, they can be immensely popular still. So I mean, it may be like a, feel a little bit like an untapped market, but I think there's a lot also, of also
3: Midway market. went away. Midway was like the it big guys when it came that. to stuff mm. like this. Mm. You know,
2: used to be. I mean, things. It's hard to know why, but like taste just like things kind of come and go with the wind. Like there was a period where like s- snowboarding games were just gigantic. Yep. Like winter sports yeah. was ever. I have X. never skied or snowboarded in my life life uh but i loved you know i played all kinds of those games
3: yeah i mean steve we got came th- out but yeah it wasn't, it wasn't yeah, not really and i mean cool. you know there, there was a while where they they made kart racers all the time everything was a mascot yeah. platforming game yeah and, you know we're seeing like that small sort of like we got snake pass and ukulele back to back and there'll be a couple more little things like that but Did yeah you guys see it's that like game said,
4: that steve and i were playing called pigskin pigskin no. football yeah. yeah for it, genesis it's right? like yeah it's like medieval Two medieval teams like are brawling and playing football in like yeah. a really simplified way, and it's really funny and really um, like the, it's really cartoony and cool. And he would played it as a kid a lot, so he brought it in just to try out. And that's what I always think of is like stuff like that or base wars, I mean, base right, wars you know, which is great. like so robots playing play. baseball. I <laughs> played,
2: I loved pigskin football so much as a kid. I you played so it as many, a kid, yeah. I had so many fond memories of it, but you know, I hadn't seen it in twenty years. And when I played it at, at your desk. I'm like, it, I really wish I wouldn't have played it, because it's terrible. <laughs> it
3: ruined your memories? <laughs> like, it's I would like,
4: never played yeah. it. And I thought it was like, I mean, I have a big appreciation yeah. for games of the past, and I thought it was really clever.
3: Yeah. I loved like, Plays it's of Steel growing up. Because it has of, a
4: handicap like where a troll just comes out yeah. and plays for your team, and the troll is like invincible. Yeah. So if you're like way behind, it rubber bands you. By th- it's like, troll release. and everybody goes, troll, troll, yep. troll, <laughs> troll. And this is from, like, 92 or 93. Yeah. Yeah. It's super clever.
0: Blades of Steel was cool because you can get in fights. Yeah, the character. and then the fight during the fight scene, the characters were really big. It was
3: awesome. It turned into a 2D fighting 2D game, fighting, and then yeah. sometimes after the second yeah. period, it would kick to like a mini game where you played Gradius. Yeah, Do you remember that? Like, <laughs> yeah, that I mean, was that's really cool. Um, one on
4: one games like Jordan versus Bird. Oh yeah, I've, yeah, yeah. I loved that, that game. From? Yeah. yeah.
0: A lot of cool stuff like that. I don't
3: know. It's interesting to see that stuff kind of ebb and
0: flow. Yeah, it seems like there's an opportunity to bring that sort of stuff back. Maybe yeah. even with the Switch because it seems to be uh, so well suited to local multiplayer. Yeah, buy this, buy
3: this new NBA game. I guess if you want to see more stuff like that. I mean, it's like such an underrated thing
2: that the Switch. Every single person that owns a Switch has two controllers.
0: Yeah, yeah. it's really cool. So for that. it's been a reason. while yeah.
4: since that happened.
0: This is Magnus Duffy in Ireland. Oh. Great name. Magnus. He says, Dear Damon and the Lads. Mm-hmm. You guys are the Lads. That's the cool awesome. band. Yeah, I'll that's the name it. of our band. Damon and
3: the Lads. <laughs> yeah.
0: Why? He says, Why aren't there more advertisements in video games? I'm not the biggest fan of ads, especially when I see how they're used in mobile gaming, but I feel like they could be utilized better in some games and may even enhance the experience. Take loading screens, for example. There are still games that force you to stare at a black screen with text on it. I'm surprised the word Bloodborne hasn't melted onto my screen yet. Ah, Why not would. slip an ad in it there? Could which would lower the cost of the game or be contributed towards running multiplayer servers in other cases. I can understand people's trepidation of having Coca-Cola billboards in a GTA game or real advertisements on the radio, but personally, I wouldn't mind if it were done tastefully and it could help the game feel more lifelike. I remember thinking it was cool racing around Wipeout Pure in my Puma ship or seeing Nivea stores in Splinter Cell Double Agent. Please discuss advertising in video games.
3: Man, um, so when you buy-
4: disclosure, IGN had an ad in Skate, I believe. Oh, did we skate really? Too. Wow. That's cool. For IGN guides through McDonald's, a sponsorship. I don't even oh, wow. remember that. And I was skating and I was writing the, I, I think I was writing the guide for that one. And I was like in all these skate, well, I took pictures for Mark Ryan, who was yeah. with the guy's team at the time. For like all these IGN and McDonald's like billboards. It was,
3: does, wow. a, does everyone here own a Kindle? Yeah. I don't okay. own a Kindle. Nope. So when you bought a Kindle, did you have that option of spending 10 extra dollars and getting it without ads? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I didn't. And I wish I had, yeah. because I saw, I see every a, time I see an ad every now. single time I open it up, yeah. and like I would I would gladly, and I think you can retroactively pay pay to get rid of them, but I don't want to get to a point where like you can buy a seventy dollar game because it doesn't have ads in it, but it's for sixty it does, or for fifty it does. That's what
0: I was gonna say. I really have a hard time seeing. Uh, Publisher lower the price of a video game just because it has right. ads in it. It used to be, um,
3: um, when
2: I was new-ish in the industry, there was a startup, like a hundred million dollar, like some gigantic company. I think they were called Massive, maybe? I might be making that name up. But anyway, they were an in-game advertising company. In-game yeah. advertising was the thing that was going to be the future of video games. And like every single concern or question that you might have had, they had like an answer for. They're like, well, how do you know people are actually seeing the ad? What if they're seeing it at such an extreme angle that they can't see our logo? And their software like tracked like it was on screen for one and a half seconds at this viewing angle, it took up this many pixels oh on the person's screen, yeah. and like the the metrics. Um, I was working for a business publication at the time that wrote about the business of video games, and so it was a gigantic deal. And we were all sure that that was going to be the next big thing. Right. And then and then they imploded was, and blew up.
0: I when I, think I they s- were bought
2: by Microsoft, and something happened.
0: When I started an IGN eleven years ago, was like that's when I my first memories of in-game advertising with stuff like Rainbow Six Vegas. Yep. 'Cause like we'd be like uh going through a level in a mall and you know, the uh, advertisements would all be real advertisements yeah. for like and stuff like them in with the
2: internet.
3: Like
0: they stuff worn. like seven up and Which I'm weirdly hair products, torn on like, because it's like if you're yeah. playing
3: a game like that and it has an advertisement for like like six up, you're like, this is nonsense, uh, yeah. and it takes you out yeah. of it. But Damon, your first exposure to in-game advertising was probably Ninja Turtles two for the NES, where or Pizza Hut signs. Where Yo Noid, yeah. friend of the show, well, i was gonna say yeah. yeah. That's that's a different kind of yeah. game. The whole game is the advertising.
4: It is Pizza Hut on the signs in the background of TMNT two.
3: Yeah, and oddly yeah. enough, they can kill you. Like they'll <laughs> fall off the wall and hurt you, so you're actually advertising. Yeah, they're Pizza Hut signs, and the the game had a, a coupon for Pizza Hut pizza. I remember that. Yeah, which no, I I've seen I the don't signs. I didn't know they anymore. could kill
2: you though. I mean, yeah. it's it, they could hurt you. I mean, the, if
3: you're low on health, they'll kill you.
2: People have figured out on it's just mobile. To help you. Mobile games are, in some ways, they've never been worse, but in other ways, they've kind of figured out. Like it used to be so much more offensive. Um... The ads are almost always opt-in now. Right. You know, it's like, hey, you finish playing this game and you earn fifty coins. If you want, you can watch an ad to get hundred coins instead. And then you can never see an ad in your life if you don't care. If that's not important to you, but that's an option that you can mm-hmm. choose to kind of opt into. So, so there's potentially a model there on console games.
4: Um, Remember, every movie you watch has ads in it. Yeah, when All you don't time. even
0: notice them. Was what was Unless it? Unless
4: you guys just went to Power Rangers, it
0: gets a little difficult with something like it, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. <laughs> so only see fantasy movies if you want to avoid. No, yeah, like, totally. I was thinking about that for games too. There's and, no well, way. Lord of the Rings, all of those swords are made by one
4: metal worker in New Zealand, <laughs> and he's getting. Mad business. That's true. I mean,
0: I I actually his business probably just completely
4: evaporated after Peter Jackson finished his sixth movie. It would
0: be really hard to get ads into something like Breath of the Wild, even though there is a Nintendo Switch ad in. There is an an ad in. There is an ad. I mean, they put a they put a Mercedes in Mario Kart. (laughs) Yeah, never, never.
2: Nintendo's not above it. No, I mean, (laughs) I hate, I I hate advertising. I hate billboards ruining beautiful landscapes. I hate. I um, wrote and never published this crazy rant about. I was listening to like Kid Cudi. You're like. Like something that's meant to be listened to straight through on Spotify, and like music can put you in like a reverie. Like I'm walking up the sidewalk, and then like one song ends, and then like a Taco Bell case like some terrible cheese monstrosity ad came in. Mm-hmm. The thing that was advertising was obnoxious, and the ad was obnoxious, and I'm just like, this is the worst thing. Yeah, it like sucks. this, it's I mean, just a, it, one
0: one solution is to pay for your Spotify yeah. premium.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it makes it makes the world worse.
0: Uh, yeah, I don't know. So what I'm thinking about uh, uh, the radio advertisements in GTA, which are always like really smart social commentary. Uh, But what do you think about an open world GTA type game where while you're driving around and you're listening to like a real radio station with real ads? Um,
4: you, yeah, I mean, I don't know how much like we should talk about this, but like comedy button does really funny, awesome ads, a, sh- mm. a show that Brian does. Sure. And like, I listen to a magic tavern. We talk about that all the time. Yep. They do really funny, cool ads in character. Yeah. So
0: there's a way to do it. Totally a way, to do, a way
4: do to do it.
3: I love it, yeah. that. Yeah. Um, it's great. It's weird because like when we just talked about sports games, right? Very few games have more ads than those do. Like, well, when you yeah, look at that FIFA makes sense. Soccer, yeah, because yeah, they have all those billboards and like the the walls on, the, on, on along the side of like NHL hockey or something. Like that. Like that.
2: Wait, wait, wait! What the hell just happened? <laughs>
3: right, we're getting ready to do video game okay. twenty questions.
2: Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, okay.
0: So yeah, I I don't want, how you do it.
3: I don't want to give them any ideas, basically.
0: I don't the I, the few, fewer chances. I'm gonna I'm gonna. Let the this viewers in on a little secret. One time, I don't. I'm not gonna tell you when or what episode. Uh, you, I know what one time, saying. Justin saw the video game yeah. Twenty Questions answer ahead of time, and he played dumb yeah. and waited till like the eleventh or twelfth question before he guessed it. Yeah. So Sheet. that's why I, I I don't want you to like that see through the paper.
2: I didn't tell. Answer. I didn't tell Damon. I keep it folded
0: up in my pocket, so no one will see.
2: That did happen. Well, I didn't want to. Like I didn't want to ruin. The I, know, show. I, know, I know. I accidentally saw the game. Sorry, we can't do Twenty Questions this week.
0: On that note, let's move on to the video game. 20 questions. We, our suggestion this week comes from Scott J. Alright, don't screw Let. So. Uh, Did he say where he's from? He didn't say where he's from. That's part of the game. Yeah. It's a right, free. Come request. on, Scott J.
2: Does he say Mario or Mario? Yes, exactly.
0: <laughs> um, it, Let the questioning begin.
3: Can you see your character's hands? Yes. Um, is this a console exclusive game? Yes.
4: Good, good start. Uh, except for Justin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is this pre-2000? Yes. Is it pre-1990? No.
3: 90s game. 90s game where you can see your hands and it's a console exclusive. You ready to guess? Jeez, oh, God. It's Kazooie. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if those are hands. Is, is this a 3D hands? game? Those are
0: pause. Those are
3: paws. <laughs> and claws.
0: Is this a 3D game? No. And wings.
3: Okay, so it's a side-scrolling... <laughs> I don't know if you can make that leap. Well, if it's not... You can, not, uh, you can, you can easy see easy. your hands, so I assume you can see the rest of the character. It's not a 3D game, right?
4: What if you're in a tank? <laughs> the point. It eliminates,
2: that's, that's it eliminates, eliminates all the ship games. Uh, okay, was this exclusive to a Nintendo console?
0: Yes.
3: Right. Oh, okay. Uh, we got this. Is this, so, a, is this so a, a SNES or N64? Or oh. A
2: shooty dn N64. N64 game. Probably a SNES game.
3: There is only one, mm-hmm. actually, 2D and 64 game. Is
4: this a portable game?
3: No. That was
4: good. We, uh, could, have, we could have been trapped. Yeah, I don't want to <laughs> go
3: down that call. road. So I think it's SNES. Well, okay. Um,
2: yeah. It's I mean, is this a Super Nintendo game?
0: Yes. The question you, you asked a little quietly the question was, is this a Super Nintendo game? The answer is yes. Yeah.
2: Okay. Super so- Nintendo exclusive. Not
3: nah. Super yeah. Nintendo, Nintendo exclusive. Well, we
2: don't know it was made by Nintendo. That'll, that should be the next question.
0: Hmm. Was it made by Nintendo? <laughs> Sam is very excited. Oh, The question is, was the game made by Nintendo? No. Ooh. Oh, oh,
4: that's it? really cool. But, but it, it is a NES exclusive. exclusive.
3: It? That's a lot. There's a lot of games. That-
2: just Final Fantasy or something like that. Yeah. Oh. Was this game made in Japan?
0: Yes. That's 10. Mm.
3: Secret of Mana. Actraiser.
2: Was this NES exclusive?
3: Totally. Aladdin. I'm feeling Actraiser. Totally. Is this, uh, is this Aladdin a- went to Genesis also. But they're different games. Oh, that's no, we can't <laughs> no, that's not fair. Um, man. Do you wanna um Do you, should we get in let's get in the genre?
4: Yeah, that's exactly what I was just gonna say. Although we can go down a rabbit hole Cause there because Act Razors too.
3: It's God it's God it, Sim and platform. What is Act Razor?
4: Mm, first of all, an overrated it, game. Because I would like hey. to ask about um you admit. RPGs first. That's where I'd go with it. Because it's Japanese
3: and a system mix, right? You're right. Yeah, I keep I keep leaning into platformer. All right, so let's find out the genre. Go for it.
4: Oh, is it an RPG? No. Oh, let's stop with that
3: then. Okay. <laughs> I, I still think it's a platformer.
2: <laughs> I was sure you were right with like the Chrono Trigger, Final Fantasy. Yeah, it
4: was
3: just a lot. We gotta narrow it down. More. Like, like Ristar. I don't
2: even nice. know where we're
3: going with this. Ristar and Genesis. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's a platformer game. And
4: we did verify it's Super Nintendo.
3: Yep, Mega Man X. No, that came into
4: mm. Those are that's a good. It's see your hands, absolutely. You no, it was hand. on PC. You can see your gun. Mega Man X was on PC. Yeah, but Damon wouldn't do that to us. Really? You might. might. It was absolutely on PC. It came like with back it came then? with a special controller. Oh. I remember the ad like it's yesterday. Wow, I didn't yeah. know that. That's cool. Yeah, it's cool. It came with like Super Nintendo S controller. Um,
2: Japanese made Super Nintendo exclusive.
4: Is it uh, where well, you um, can see your hands? Yeah. Okay. Is the company still around today? Yes. Ooh. Is it Konami? No. Oh. Uh, Castlevania would have been... Yeah, that's what I was thinking. There's a lot. Who made Actraiser?
3: I don't know. Probably not Actraiser. Keep
4: going back to Actraiser. Is it, should we just ask if it's Capcom and go with the fighting games? Yeah. Does is is anything preclude this? No, because that's, that's... Fighting just games just. are tough, man. Those aren't exclusives.
2: Geek Fighter 2 Turbo was. Exclusive? Yeah, because yeah, Genesis true. got Championship Edition. Right.
4: Mm-hmm. Is it a Capcom game? Yes. We did it.
3: Yeah. <laughs> well, wait. We're getting No. There. We're no. getting there. We did it when when we've picked the game and the game is done.
4: <laughs> Capcom. So Capcom made games like UN Squadron, which are cool shooters. Ooh. It did other shooters like that. It did uh lots of Street Fighter and Street Fighter spin-offs. It did the Mega Man series. Mm-hmm. And then it did a bunch of licensed games as you've already mentioned. Uh actually by that era they weren't doing Disney license though. But none of the No, they yes, they, they, they were, hit like the Super Nintendo. King oh, and stuff, oh, but none of those were Virgin. really exclusive. Cas- Castle of
2: Illusion oh, no, Capcom totally did. I mean, they at least
3: did Aladdin. Yeah,
4: I never played the Super Nintendo Aladdin. Super Goals and an Ghosts is another one.
3: Super Goals and Ghosts is a game where you can see your hands. Great one. I really
4: like that. Ooh. Uh, we don't know
3: what genre this is. So right? we can just
4: yeah. go, we can spin a few questions on fighting game, platformer, stuff like that. Okay. Is it a fighting game? No. I like platform. Is it a platformer?
0: It's 15. Uh, that's part of the genre. Say that no. again. Did they make Actraiser? No, they didn't. You said I said platforming was part of the genre.
4: Okay. So, um, is Actraiser made by Capcom? I don't
2: yeah. know who made Actraiser.
4: It's like Enix or something, I
3: think. Yeah.
2: And I've never really liked Actraiser. <laughs> I like the platforming parts, but so I never liked the part God parts. Platforming. We, don't have
3: to, we don't have to take this time to, to shit on Actraiser. Yeah. that's fair. <laughs> and,
4: then, and then Mega Man is like total platforming, so it's not that. There's there's a lot of weird games. that oh, Those are arcade games, like Sunset Riders and stuff like that. Right? Partially a platformer. I mean, would you
0: call well, Super... Hold on. Ar- I didn't say it was partially a platformer. It's I a said that the- was part of the genre.
4: So, like, puzzle platformer or action platformer? Yeah. Okay. What are the other part genres that are... To
3: go I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to think of games that... Go, like, Blaster Master is, like, half top-down shooter, half yeah platformer. Like... Um. How many questions are we up to?
0: Sixteen. You really tripped me up. Four with questions that one,
3: Damon, that.
4: is should we What's ask it if to? it's based on a license? Because there's like Roadrunner, Death Valley Rally, and like all these other Capcom. Sunsoft. Should that's on top, basketball. Sorry. Yeah. It it help. Yeah. I Maybe think. it doesn't help though. We can ask if it's a multiplayer mode. But I just don't have any ideas in my head now. That me neither. Yeah. Mega I'm yeah,
3: I'm, Man and Street Fighter. Yeah. I'm totally screwed. I'm out. We might not get this. Well, thanks for watching. Is <laughs> it based on a license?
0: No, not based on a license.
2: Ooh, three questions. An original that. Capcom game. Yeah and it's it can't be like UN squadron or anything like that. I love that game.
3: But I think that's
4: too obscure for 20 questions.
3: This
0: is so hard. I'm <laughs> What's wrong? There's going to be it's, this is going to be a controversial one.
4: Okay.
3: When There's going
0: to they... be some discrepancy. When are they not? <laughs> uh I'll help you if you guys need it.
3: Right. Well, we need okay. it. What, what else did they <laughs> make? We <What> are asked <laughs> they make for the Super Nintendo. The Capcom How about make? this?
0: I disagree with something that was said already. About
3: ActRaiser being a not a good game. I agree with you, Damon. You're <laughs> totally correct. ActRaiser was a great game.
2: So, maybe Capcom didn't
4: make ActRaiser. Is this game part of a series? Yes. It's it's Mega Man X. Or Mega Man 7. It could be Mega Man 7. What other genres was that? Shooter, you might call it. Action.
2: Yeah, okay. Um, okay, is this a Mega Man game? Yes. Woo! It's X. I mean, I understand that 7 came to SNES, but it's X. Well, there's also Mega Man Soccer. It's not Mega Man Soccer.
3: Why? I just me my gut. We got one question left. It could totally be Mega Man Soccer. Yeah. That's two
0: genres. <laughs> I feel like I should say, <laughs> before you make your last guess... I am not aware of any PC version of Mega Man X that came out at that same time. Okay, then it's Mega Man. Yeah, Mega Man X. Mega Man X. All right. Are you sure Mega Man X (laughs) came out to PC in 1994? Yeah, the (laughs) same time it came to Super Nintendo. Sam and Justin are going to their phones (laughs) to look it up. That was great. I mean, I believe. I totally believe Sam. I mean,
4: yeah. I've never heard of it. either. I, I had never heard of that either. You see the controller came with. I know Super it
0: came control. to other platforms later on, but I was a, I was of the understanding that at the time that was a Super Nintendo. The PC version came
2: uh, one 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 to two years later. Two years later. Okay. Yeah. So the still mid '90s. So it was a uh, it was like
0: 1994. And see the
4: controller in there. There's like a little yeah. Genesis controller. Oh, what the hell about. is that? That's cool. Uh, well, but it's still
0: so it had a window, a two year so, window. I really
4: wanted it when I was of exclusivity. I was like, I want the. I want the, the PC version of this. Are you saying it was on Super
3: better. Nintendo for two years before PC?
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Isn't that neat? Sam, you really sent me on a bad river there.
2: <laughs> no, I mean, Sam was right.
0: So you don't think that was like a platform exclusive at the time it was released?
4: Well,
2: I mean, I, I considered it one, Here, but yeah. now it's in Cap- light. It's
4: Capcom's first CD-ROM game. Whoa. The ad, listeners,
0: go look it up. It's called, they <laughs> say, look it right we've up.
4: dug up tr- trouble, and it has an archaeologist Digging up a copy of Mega Man X. That ad makes no sense. It makes yeah. no <laughs> sense. It's like they're like gonna do this with like some other game, like Pitfall: of Mind Adventure or something. I think the like, port no, switch it to Mega Man X.
0: The port took so long that it got covered in dirt. <laughs> what I thought would give us problems is if you guys asked if it was a sequel, because it's like not, but it oh, takes place yeah. 100 years after the original series. Yeah. That's a, so I mean, that's a yeah. sequel. I
2: would 100 percent call Mega Man a platformer.
0: I would call it an action platformer. Yeah. Is a-
4: oh, I love that distinction. That was yeah. the only contraction like word I could think yeah. of. That was like action platform.
3: Almost every platform, well, puzzle is an platformer too. Yeah.
0: But I would call Mario just a platformer. Are you jumping on those dudes' heads? That's an action. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it's not with that action, but Mega Man's so much more about shooting. That's true. Would know. you
3: say Contra is an action platformer
4: or a platform?
0: I think shooter? that's a run and gun. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I actually a run agree. and I mean, gun adventure. Yeah,
4: I love 20 Questions. It's an open air adventure. Yeah, yeah. we got there. We got there.
0: Uh, before mm-hmm. we go this week, let's share what we've been playing. Brian and I both beat uh, the Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Yeah, luckies, and luckies. Uh, yeah, I'm just
4: obsessed with Korok seeds, and I have. Yeah, like, now, my now you're on the Are you Korok really seeds? trying to get all 900. I was talking. Yes, I'll try, but not right now. Okay, we'll Good. see. Just Every smoke. plane ride for the rest of my life. That's a yeah. good idea. <laughs> wow.
2: um, yeah, I beat Zelda a while ago and put it down. Um, and I was not joking earlier. I am obsessively, nightly playing Binding of Isaac. Nice. I know I'm years late to that game, but I started it on the Switch um, yeah. just because I was looking for a new Switch game to play. And then when I was really good, I figured I, that game's kind of like PC first. And so then I switched to the PC version now. Can
3: you do me a favor and explain to me like what the hook that keeps bringing you back? Because I, yeah. I have it on Switch now. Yeah. I played it for like an hour or two, and I like yeah. it. Yeah. But, when I die and everything's gone, I'm always just like, "What's my yeah. What's my sort of like?" What's no, I mean,
2: back? I have never done a faster one eighty on a game. I think the art style is just abhorrent. It's just poop and fetuses, and it's yeah, just it. I. That's, I, that's, I, that's
0: I, what keeps me away from the game, and I
2: really, I really don't like that at all. But uh, w- and and then you die and you lose everything and you start over and you're like, "What's the point?" And, and the point is. I have never, like, lots of games claim every single time you play, it's different, and, like, Binding of Isaac is the one game that I think truly, like, you are so different at the end, like, I'm shooting lasers in one run, in another run, I'm shooting bullets that are as big as the screen, in another run, I'm, they're all, I'm shooting, like, a boomerang around that's on fire, and in another run, I'm pooping out things, and, like, you, you... You get a, two abilities each floor, and they all stack onto each other in weird ways and um, synergize with each other that if you have... Like, you're shooting tears in the game, and you might yeah. get tears that explode. Then you might get something that makes your explosions more powerful. Then you might get something that... All these effects are so insane, that and every single room is different, and every single enemy is different, and you collect different stuff that... It, that one more run of, like, uh, uh, I have never played a game where that truly followed through on the promise of each run feeling completely different than the one before. That's awesome. Um, but it, it feels weird in the beginning, and it's hard to get past the art. And so I completely understand how people are, are – their first impression is negative. Sure.
0: Uh, since I finished Zelda, I have a lot more shines that I would like to get to someday. But I know they're going to be updating it later on this summer with like new dungeon and new content. So I may wait for that. I was planning on going back to Horizon to finish that. But instead, I think I'm going to take this opportunity to jump into something new like Persona 5. Yeah. Uh, I got that ready to go.
3: To yeah, I was, was going to start that this weekend, actually. I'm currently playing... Um a bunch of games on Switch. I just finished Snake Pass, which I 100. You
2: own every Switch. You 100 percented it.
3: Yeah. Wow. Um, That's I am, really hard. I am most Switch games. Yeah. Got
2: yeah, all those yeah. coins.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. It took so, about six seven hours. I really like that game. But some are harder than like, oh the last that are just super hard. The last two levels of that game, they introduced l- wind. And your snake is just flopping all over. It's very, very difficult. But it's a really interesting, like physics-based um, puzzle platforming type game. Yeah. Um, I'm also playing Graceful Explosion Machine, which launched exclusively on Switch, and I think it's coming to other platforms later. It's very, um, it's like a very sort of Geometry Wars meets uh, Gun. Shmuppy, uh exploding arcade game. Um, I'm listening. Really cool. It's re- you'll, you'll really like it's it. It's a Damon game for sure. Um, and then I was poking around with the port of Lego City Undercover, played some co-op with Max Goville here at IGN. Hey, you were a big um, fan of that. Yeah, I really, yeah, I really that. like that game. And it's cool on handheld mode. So, And yeah, I'm going to check out Persona 5 this weekend.
0: And Sam's playing Breath of the Wild. You Got it. Forever and ever. <laughs> Uh, Before we go, real quick, we're doing something cool on IGN this weekend. We are hosting the Fate of the Furious red carpet live stream featuring the whole cast of the movie in New York. Uh, You can watch it live this Saturday, April 8th from 3.30 p.m. Pacific. That's 6.30 p.m. Eastern. You can catch it at YouTube.com slash IGN. Thanks. And that is all the scoops that we have for you this week. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Sam. Thank you so much. Remember, you can always reach us at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com. My name is Damon. This is IGN Gamescoop. And we're out. I'm not sure what